This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaCanfora. Baltimore favored by four. Steelers on the road. Over under 35 and a half. What are you thinking? Yeah, I thought. First, Happy New Year, guys. And I think we get to ring we get to ring in the new year with, I think, like a really great betting opportunity in this game. And it does not mean the bet's going to win. I just think it's I think it's a great bet. Uh, I'll take the points with Baltimore here and feel like as good as I can feel before a game starts as possible. And Pittsburgh deserves a ton of credit. Mike Tomlin now, by my math, his 758th consecutive non-losing season to start his head coaching career. God bless him. He's unbelievable. Mason Rudolph actually throwing the ball down the field. And, like, we'll have a conversation about Kenny Pickett's future in the offseason because, yeah, it seems like he's been benched clearly at this point now, now that he's healthy to be the number two. And look like Pittsburgh's more likely to win the game with Baltimore Carl, to your point, resting Lamar. I'm sure they'll be resting Kyle Hamilton, other starters as well. But the idea that Baltimore at home with this coaching staff against their biggest rival is just going to let like the Steelers waltz into town and just like win the game and like potentially qualify for the postseason. to me, like doesn't add up with what the Ravens culture has been since John Harbaugh took over as, as the head coach. Tyler Huntley has shown that he is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Almost beat the Bengals last year on Wild Card Weekend. I think he's an I think he's a stud backup quarterback. I think he's excellent. And think back a couple years ago, 2019. This is the Duck Hodges year for Pittsburgh. Steelers went to Baltimore in a game that was meaningless to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season. Steelers needed to win that game to make the playoffs. RG3 started for Baltimore. Final score: Ravens 28, Steelers 10. That doesn't mean that this is going to be 28-10. Just that I win if Pittsburgh wins the game by three. Hell yeah, baby. Give me the Ravens coming up on uh, on Saturday. You know, it, it's interesting. When Baltimore clinched on Sunday, one of the coaches had hit me up on a video that I did. And so I just came and I, and I told him whatever. And then um, I hit him up and I go, like, you sitting all your guys this week. And he said, well, there's only so many people you can sit. You know, uh, you know, there's only so many guys in the practice squad that are capable of playing. So what it told me was, yes, Lamar will sit and probably Ronnie Stanley, probably Kyle Hamilton. But there's going to be a lot of starters out there. that are going to play. Like, I don't think Tyler Lindenbaum is not going to play like he's their Pro Bowl center. I think he's going to play, um, you know, and they've been playing backup running backs all year. Uh, I know certain guys on that practice squad that have been active that that were on the practice squad, got released, had been called back with the idea I think they might play. So, like, I think some starters will be out. But Baltimore's playing, to Nick's point, they're, they're playing to win this game. And the idea that Pittsburgh just has to show up with TJ and Mason Rudolph and Pickens and that running attack that they have now and going to win the game, like, it, it's, it's going to be a whole – they're going to have to play the game to win the game. They're, nobody's giving them. 
this win in Baltimore. We know wacky things happen in the final week of the season, guys. I totally agree. Let's talk about the night game. I'm interested in this a whole lot. Houston and Indy. Here's the deal, guys. They're both playing for a playoff spot. One could get in as a wild card. The other could get in as a division champ if the Jags screw things up, if they don't win. So looking at this game, it's only a one-point game, right? I mean, Indy is favored, you know, uh, or Houston, should I say, is favored by one point on the road, which is weird. But talk to me about this, Nick. I mean, this game, I think, is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Yeah, I I can't wait for it coming up on Saturday night. First Texans game, by the way, to not be played at 1 o'clock Eastern time. The entire season will be this game on Saturday. And by the way, you're 100% right about the final week getting crazy. And for the Steelers fans, I think this is going to be a cakewalk. Just remember the Drew Bledsoe year in Buffalo and Willie Parker ran for a million yards and the Steelers back up, snacked the Bills out of the playoffs. I'll keep this really simple here. And sometimes... I think it's probably like sometimes it's good and sometimes it doesn't work out, but uh, I'll make this as simple as pick the winner of the game. That's what the point spread implies. Uh, I'll take CJ Shroud over Gardner Minshew. Uh, I'll take the Texans to win the game. And if I'm wrong, I am willing to be wrong and lose my bet. Uh, Cause my bet is that, is that in at the end of the game, if it's close, I want my money on the better quarterback. So I'll take the Texans and I'll take CJ Stroud. I'll also note the total is 47 and a half. And we've seen like Shane Steich and overs be a thing this year, although they haven't cashed the last couple of weeks. I I think I'd bet the under in this game if I had to do anything. And we'll see about the, the health of Noah Brown and Robert Woods and the, uh, the Texans receiving group here. And I think Will Anderson with a charge here coming up on Saturday night, I think he can steal defensive rookie of the year away from Jalen Carter. And by the way, if Houston loses this game and Stroud does not play well and Puka on Sunday sets the rookie receiving record and he's playing in the game to set the record and then they'll pull him, like there's a chance Nakua wins offensive rookie of the year. So still a lot to be decided as far as betting on NFL awards. Uh, but I'll take the Texans coming up on Saturday night. Give me Stroud over Minshew. I'll keep it as simple as that. Baldy, real quick, Shane Steichen. He's done a hell of a job, right? I mean, no Anthony Richardson, regardless of what you might have thought he was going to be. And to turn this around and be in this spot where you're playing for something in the last week of the season, he needs some props. No question. No question. I talked to uh, Shane in in Atlanta two weeks ago and told him so much so. Uh, He doesn't want to really hear any of that stuff. But, you know, winning winning is uh, is a mindset. And he's got those guys believing. He obviously knew Gardner Minshew really well from Philly, knew what he could do. He stepped up. He's one of those backups that, you know, we talk about as a starter, the way that he's played. Uh, in this game, though, we'll get into it more a little bit later, Carl. Man, if anybody's watched this Houston Texans defense play, they look like um, the great castaways. Like everybody's, whether it's Jerry Hughes or Denzel Perriman or Sheldrick Rank, Sheldon Rankins, like these guys are playing their butts off. And it did make a difference that Will Anderson came back last week and looked like the quickest guy on the field. So, and like, and this uh, Jonathan Greener has been unbelievable. He'll be back this week. This defense is really good, and I, I think that it, it, this is all about the under in this game. Guys, let's move to uh, to Sunday. Can Tampa blow this against Carolina, a two-win football team, and not win this division? Can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers blow this? They are favored by four and a half. Sunday, 1 o'clock, you win, you're in, you're the division champs, and everybody says, hey, look, we were right about Baker Mayfield. Are they going to blow this? I, I'm just looking forward to a, another edition of the Real Housewives of Charlotte coming up on Sunday when David Tepper throws his drink in someone's face. It's going to be awesome. Uh, do I think the Bucks can blow it? Like, no. Like, I don't. I mean, Caroline, I, 
Shut up by CJ Beathard. I guess I'd want to throw a drink also if I were if I were owned or was a part of that team. Uh no, I I I think the Bucks will win the game. Do I think they're gonna win by margin? I'll tell you what. And there are some people I respect that bet Carolina with the thought being like they can keep the game close at home, final game. Also, I love like Chris Tabor coming out. It's not even a criticism of him going, yeah, all our healthy guys are gonna play. <laughs> Duh. Like, what, rest them for September? Like, of course they're going to play. Ridiculous. Um, so some people I respect liked Carolina just to keep the game close. I I actually think I'd only bet the Bucs. Uh, I don't want to bet the game. I think the point spread's just, like, perfect. Tampa favored by more than three, less than six. I will say the one betting application of this game is comeback player of the year, where it's a three-man race now with DeMar Hamlin, Joe Flacco, and Baker Mayfield. Hamlin's case is over. He will be inactive on Sunday night, barring like some sort of injury to like Hyde or Poyer, someone in the Bills secondary. He's not going to play. Flacco's not playing this weekend. His case is done. If Baker Mayfield like, shows up and balls out on Sunday and the Buccaneers win the NFC South, I think he makes his final case to be comeback player of the year. My sense is when it comes, to, and I can be wrong, when it comes down to it, I don't think the voters are going to vote for DeMar Hamlin, who's barely played this season. I think it'll be Baker or Joe Flacco I have, I am invested in both. I would love for either one of them to win. This yeah. isn't deep analysis here, Nick, but I know Baker Mayfield pretty good since he was a walk-on at Texas Tech. Um, that guy, it doesn't take much to get Baker motivated, but to go into Charlotte where they ran him oh, out of town. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's going to be certain faces on that organization that Baker can't wait to put one up on. Guys, uh, Jackson – Jacksonville has a chance to uh, win the division. We talked about the Texans game on Saturday night against Indy. All right, what's going on here? And this over-under, 40? I'm like, I'm thinking over, Nick. Am I crazy? Because I saw Mike Vrabel go in this week saying, hey, I hate to lose. I think his team's going to show up. I don't know if they cover, but I think they show up. Oh, I, I definitely think they cover. Um, now, I think Tannehill's going to start. Uh, Levis was on the first Wednesday injury report. But, like, it, it could, Levis, could, it's, it's, we're doing this on Thursday morning, right? We don't even have Thursday, Friday practice reports yet. I think Tannehill probably starts. That's, that's my guess. And I am guessing Trevor Lawrence will start practice Wednesday in a limited fashion. Maybe they get Christian Kirk back for this game. I think probably Kirk would be back. The practice window opened yesterday. I think he's probably back in the wild card round if Jacksonville makes the playoffs. Um, I, I do think the Jags are more likely to win the game, but I, you're betting this game with the spread. I mean, it's I, I think it's Tennessee. And what I would do is wait, and maybe you get a six when it's officially announced that Lawrence is playing, and maybe you get the bump there. Um, you lose nothing, you being the person that's betting, if you're listening to this, and you like Tennessee, you lose nothing if it goes down to five or four and a half. Five is a dead number that's not going to land. You lose nothing by waiting. So I'm looking to wait to see if I can get a six with Tennessee. And this is not like anti-Jacksonville. Jacksonville's definitely going to lose. Just that, like, I get one of the great underdog head coaches in the history of the NFL and Mike Vrabel covering the spread at home in a game where they can play spoiler. Also, like, let Jacksonville prove it to us that this team's just going to, like, roll out of bed and be the dominant team that they were at some points this season. We haven't seen that in a long time. Ah, uh, the sure. Titans are one of my favorite pets of the week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm announcing that game. I'm going there because it's one of those games where you win, you're in. You know, it's just that easy. But I haven't seen this team. I know they they beat up on Carolina last week, but I haven't seen this team look like a team that could make any noise in the postseason. To your point, Nick, um, they they've just been far too not just inconsistent. 
but they just haven't looked like a good football team. I, mean, I know Travis Etienne got a big touchdown run last week, but other than that, we haven't seen any explosive runs from him. And they they look like a team right now that's just treading water. I I don't know. I like I, like, I know Tennessee's going to show up. I know they'll play hard. I, I don't have any question about that. If, by I, the way, Carl, if Jacksonville wins this game, yeah, and it's Jacksonville Cleveland Wild Card Weekend. I think it's very likely that the point spread of that game will be Cleveland favored by less than three points, just in case people want to get ahead of that. I would bet the Browns laying two and a half. I agree. Totally agree. All right, one last game because it is also winning you're in, and that's Green Bay. At home against Chicago. Listen, whatever you think about Justin Fields, he's playing good, okay? And he could definitely play spoiler here. And Jordan Love put the team on his back last week. Tell me what you think about this spread. It's Green Bay at home, but they're only favored by three against a Bears team that we know eh, they can give it up. And I'm kind of curious to know, like, do you think the Bears hang in this one? I Well, I, I have to take, like, a number of L's here on this show, on my show, and, ton, and all the content I do. But, like, I, I basically, like, slandered the Bears all season. I've bet against them the last couple of weeks. This is, like, as morphed into, and I give them a ton of credit, right? They've morphed into a, a legitimate, they're a legitimate NFL team. Like they, they're really good. And by the way, it's going to go down probably that the most important Bears game since Super Bowl 20 will be their former head coach, Lovey Smith, beating the Colts in the final game of the season last year, which will gift them back to back number one overall picks in the draft. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's the truth. That's that, that game is going to prove to be more important than the 2006 NFC championship game that the Bears beat the Panthers in to go to, uh, to go to the Super Bowl when they lost to Peyton Manning and the Colts. Like that, that's what it's going to be. Um, so we give the Bears a ton of credit, legit team. And I see this point spread and I see three. And I feel like I'm going to be like Lucy here and get the football pulled out for me here. And I'm just going to, it's going to go poorly for me here. Um, My strategy here is going to be when it is announced that Green Bay is getting all their guys back. So Christian Watson, he did a pregame workout on Sunday in Minnesota. He practiced yesterday in a limited fashion. He told reporters he's going to play on Sunday. So like when it's announced that Watson's playing, that Reed is playing and that Wicks is playing, and that's my expectation. And we'll see still time to, to go to figure that out. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to get bet. I think we'll probably see this close three and a half, and I will hold my nose and take the points with the Chicago Bears because I I think Chicago's legit, and I don't think Green Bay should be favored to win the game by margin, four points or more. So it's Bears or nothing for me in this game, and it makes me incredibly nervous to say that out loud.